Putting the scat in eschatology. It's the Drew Marshall Show. Folks, joining us in just a minute, the one and only Scott Stapp from Creed. Creed first came into my life when my son, when we were living in Australia, hooked into some great tunes, and I walked into his room and said, dude, what's that? That's awesome. So it's Creed. Oh, cool. Okay. And we sort of, I think we started working out together to some Creed tunes in the, in the back shed. We started lifting weights and stuff. And you look so buff now. Uh, listen to me now. To, yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> Hear me later. Uh, and uh, then uh, my son is now uh, 23 and bigger than I am. And uh, so I took him uh, a few years ago to a Creed concert because we had Scott on our show about uh, three years ago, I think. And uh, we met him backstage, and it was my son was just enamored, and it was cool, and it was great, it was amazing. And I gotta say, one of the best concerts I've ever been to in my life. Scott, I'm telling you, man, you are one stinking passionate singer. Absolutely amazing. Well, well thank you, Drew, and, and it's awesome to be on the show, man. Uh, the things I remember about the concert, first of all, when we were backstage, you know, sort of saying hi and stuff, and I'm sure you remember that to this very day. Um, my son, I'm listening to my son talk to you in one ear because I'm talking to other guys in your band. And all of a sudden I hear my son say to you, yeah, I'm ready to get married at any time. And he's 21. And I turned around and looked at you and was like, dude, what are you talking to my son about? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that was an incredible moment for Josh to be able to meet you guys. And uh, now you got this big book uh, coming out. It comes out next week, I think. Is that right? Yeah, it comes out October 2nd. Uh, and then you're doing, you're doing a kind of a tour thing with it. Uh, is that right? What's going on with this tour? Yeah, we're doing a book tour. The book's titled uh, Center's Creed. Uh, and, you know, we're, we're going to stop in some major cities across the country and, and uh, you know, meet with folks who are buying the book and, do in-store signings and, and uh, some television and radio interviews and just spread the word, man. Cool. Very good. All right. Your, your, uh, your journey uh, in life, up and down, you know, Jesus stuff, the, the dentist uh, dad who made you write out scripture and, uh, you know, the whole thing. Um, it's funny that the questions that your publicist sent me, there's a, a question I highlighted, which I thought is <laughs> just kind of a goofy question. Here's the question. You ready? What do you wish people yeah. would forget about you? Now, if you answer that, you're going to help people remember. <laughs> you know, uh, at this point, uh, nothing. Okay. Uh, you know, my, I mean, and, and no pun intended, my life's an open book. And, uh, you know, acceptance has been, has been key. Hmm. Um, you know, I'm sure I have, uh, I most definitely have some things that I, that I wish 
uh, were not publicized uh, because of my my family and my children and you know in, in indiscretions and in living in the world in my early twenties and but you know that's something that that uh, you know I, I have to accept and face and handle and and really in writing this book uh, Sinners Creed it was God gave me an, a purpose for that uh, He repurposed everything that I was carrying around inside man, and ashamed of and guilty of and and just hiding from the world. Uh, that that beat me up, you know, that I allowed to by my decisions, uh, you know, the consequences of my wrong decisions. And and so it, it's just been amazing now to be able to have that bag of rocks taken off my back. And, and, and you know, God can make a mess, or, uh, you know, God can take a mess and make it a message. And, uh, you know, I'm really, uh, that, that's something that's really been dear to my heart and, and God's been working on with me. Scott, a, a question. When I look at my life and, and uh, some changes that have been made for good, and I mean some, not a lot, just some changes that are that are good, I, I kind of look at myself and go, you know, is it because I grew up or is it because God has changed me? Uh, you know, I, I'm not as uh, I'm not a much as much of a horny jerk as I used to be. And uh, and and I, I'm just wondering if that's just because I don't have the uh, the uh, the hormones that I used to have or because God has changed me. You know what I mean? So in your life. It, yeah, maybe, I, maybe, I understand, dude. Maybe you just grew up. Well, I think I think to some degree uh, that's true, um, but just like everyone, you know, I face temptation every day, uh, and it's 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 a matter of choice, and and you know, I really feel that that over this period and what I write about in Sinner's Creed, I think it's I think it's pretty clear what my opinion is on that, and and that is that God did did change me. He helped, he helped me help myself and then guided me through the process. And, uh, I just want to share it with everybody. Uh, and it's just been amazing. Okay. The last time we talked to you, you had mentioned the fact that you've been pretty much running from God since you were 17. Why, yeah. why are you, a, uh, I guess, well, hold on. Let me ask it this way. Do you think you're naturally a runner? Like, are you sort of an uh, an iconoclast? Are you sort of a guy that likes to go against the grain? Have you always been that kind of a way? Or have you been intentionally running from God? And if, if so, what for? Why? Well, that's, that's a great question. You know, I have, I have a part of me that has ran uh, in my life. Uh, and as you'll read in Sinner's Creed, it, was, it, it typically is from a, a situation that I needed to run from. Uh, but I also, in this particular sense, to address your question in running from God, I specifically made a decision uh, and went the complete opposite of what I knew in my heart and had felt in my heart since I was you know, 17, 18, uh, you know, a calling on my life uh, to, to be involved in ministry and to sing and, and, and share and, and talk to people about, about God and what God's done in my life. And uh, some of that running was rebellion uh, from the, the brand of, of Christianity and faith uh, that I saw at home, uh, which I talk about extensively uh, in Sinners Creed. And, and the other was I just didn't feel worthy. You know, uh, some of the, the sin in my life, even at, at that young age, as, as minuscule as, as it may seem now, it, it really put me in a spot where I was like, I can't do this. I'm, I'm going to mess it up. Uh, you know, I'm going to make mistakes. And, and that was, that was, <coughs> excuse me, that was fear. And as I talk about in Sinner's Creed, that was instilled in me 
and associated with God and Christ uh, since as far back as I can remember. And, uh, you know, so I, I just had this fear of, of not being able to be perfect, which I talk about in my book. And uh, I'm sorry, what's the, name, what's the name of the book again? I think I've said it like 20 times. Uh, you know, it, it, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's just something that's dear to my heart. And, and, uh, but but that's, that's literally and, and, and exactly uh, what my thought process was. Yeah. And it could have just been a rationalization to want to, you know, go experience the world that I felt I had been, you know, hadn't been exposed to. Well, I guess uh, I also want to know, you know, we talked three years ago, uh, and since then, I'm sure you've had 12 hours to be able to finish your law degree. <laughs> well, it wasn't a law degree. It was my, my undergraduate. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it's, uh, yeah, you, you would think, right? Um, <laughs> and? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, I'm, I, I spend all my free time with my kids and my yeah, wife, and, yeah. and, and, and we've been pretty busy. Uh, and making making new music, touring with Creed, making a Creed record in '09, touring that. Uh, you know, I've got a song coming out uh, with the book called uh, "Pray for Sinners Creed, Pray for Sunrise." Uh, and when you buy the book, you get there's a code in there, and you can download it for free. And uh, it's really the soundtrack of of my story. And I felt that it just had to accompany the book. But uh, a lot going on. Uh, yeah, ser- going on. seriously. Well, uh, Jacqueline, uh, she's doing pretty good. Uh, is she going to go for another Miss Something title? Like she was Miss New York, Mrs. Florida. What's she going to be now? Uh, is she going to be uh, <laughs> Mrs. Uh, 700 Club? No. <laughs> I, t- I tell you what, uh, that was funny, too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, she's, she's, she's retired. Uh, she is She is just a blessing in my life and focusing on being a mother and, and focusing on, you know, being my partner and, and helping me manage, you know, my, my businesses and, and, uh, you know, my, my life to some degree, uh, she's been an angel in my life. And, and so it's, it's, uh, I think that's, those days are done. Yeah. Okay. All right. Just, well, and, and it, you know what I said this to you last time, but incredibly inspirational. The fact that you guys are still together for, first of all, that's just crazy because you were crazy. So, and I'm sure she's not perfect, but you know, <laughs> I'm, uh, that's so funny. I am brother. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> uh, and, and, and I wrote, I got a song on my new record uh, called crazy, you know, and it's, it, it's, it's kind of a autobiography, but yeah. Uh, most definitely, you know, it's only been our faith, uh, and her faith and, and her, her values. And, uh, you know, she hung on to that, Mm. that, you know, she doesn't believe in divorce. She's going to stick by, but I tell you, you know, a few times, uh, it got, it got there. Oh yeah. And, uh, and it took, it took some serious action on my part to handle, um, some of the demons, that I was wrestling with for years and, and had kept secret and that that's alcohol and, and a painkiller addiction. Uh, and then some other medications that I, that I took because my voice was just wore out, but in order to, to continue to, to tour and I was a wreck, I mean, physically, psychologically, uh, emotionally. And, uh, you know, I, I took action and, and, uh, you know, at, at this point in time today, I can, I can say that, that, you know, I'm sober from that and have been for over a year. 
Um, Aren't you? I got to ask you, man. You like you, you you published the book with Tyndale, right? The big Jesus publishing mm-hmm. house, whatever. And and uh, and now you're out there. Like you're out there. Like Kramer would say, you're out there, Jerry. And I'm loving every minute of it. So you're so out there as the God guy now. Are you? Are you not totally terrified well, of, well, of? Well, well, let me tell you what. If that's your perception, I, most definitely I'm terrified. Yeah, I'm scared to death. Uh, this is something I've been running from my entire life. Uh, and I'm scared to death because, you know, I've, I, I got the experience of having that label, uh, when, when Creed came out of being a Christian band and, you know, we denied that because we weren't, we were living in the world, but I knew inside I was a Christian. I believed in Christ, whether I was living it or not. So I would say, I, you know, I'm a Christian, but we're not a Christian band. We're not trying to proselytize, but being put in that position, uh, you know, and, and failing horribly. Yeah. I mean, I mean, horribly over and over and over again, as I struggled with, with, uh, my, myself and, and God and, and numbing things that I, I talk about in the book, uh, sinner's creed, you know, yeah, there you go, brother. <laughs> uh, it just, uh, it, it, it was just, you know, of course it does, but I have to remember that, you know, God hasn't given me a spirit of fear, but a power, love and a sound mind. And I have to embrace that, hmm. and I'm and I'm learning, and I and I and I'm far from perfect, man. All right, but I'm learning to it, it walk into that fear, you know, and and try to just at, at anything in my life walk into it and just you know make less about me and more about him. And uh, if I can continue um, to to be down on the path that I am. Um, you know, I, I have no idea what God's plan is for me, but I tell you, things are just coming, and I'm just continuing to move forward. And so, uh, very cool. You know, it, 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 it is great, but definitely pray. Keep me in your prayers, because as because as I titled the book Sinner's Creed, I'm a sinner. <laughs> okay. Oh, this is a record. You know who else is really good at doing this is uh, Pat Boone. Every time I have Pat Boone, I've had him on the show like three times. By the way, do you realize I'm actually comparing you to Pat Boone? That's a little weird, isn't it? Well, well I tell you what, I wrote a song called My Own Prison, and and uh, you know, believe Pat Boone. They spent some time there. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. Uh, well, it's and, funny. And I hope, and I pray to God. Pray to God. I don't. No. Well, uh, and Pat, uh, Pat used to live beside Ozzy Osbourne. He's got a great Ozzy Osbourne story, which I can't share with you on air because there's words in there that I can't say. Listen, um, I uh, two of the two of the most funny interviews I've had uh, for a long time would be you and uh, and Brian Welch, right? Head from Corn, and I'm sure you and he, you know, have similar stories and you can share stuff. And you guys should go on tour together. I don't know, do a little acoustic unplugged duet thing with a tambourine or something. Uh, but Where do I, I sign? Yeah. You, manage, you want to manage me? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Like that. <laughs> but but I love digging up dirt about, or not dirt. I just love digging up information about a lot of my guests. And the last time I had you on the show, you were not cool. You were not cool with how much I knew about you. Have a listen to this and see if you remember. I'm just wondering how bad it got for Scott Stapp. You know, I mean, you were the face of Creed. You are the face of Creed. I mean, do you ever just shake your head and wonder why me? Well, like, why didn't I die? Like, when you're out in the pool in your backyard shooting some hoops into that poolside net, or maybe you're playing that monster grand piano at the bottom of the stairs beneath those killer paintings on the wall, and right beside that butt ugly glass statue. Have you been to my house? <laughs> do you ever just sit there and go, why didn't I die? I mean, how did you not end up like one of your biggest influences, Jim Morrison? 
uh, grace of God and my family. How do you know that about my house, dude? You're freaking me out. <laughs> have, you been in, have you been in my house? <laughs> no, it's my job to research, man. <laughs> okay. Really? So, so you you go on, and you are not cool with the fact that I know this stuff. Yeah, I, I, I believe that that, yeah, that, that's funny. I was in a different place. But still, man, how did you know that, brother? <laughs> well, I read it in the book called Sinner's Creed. It's really weird. Ah. Where, where I found it all. Listen, um, I I am. I don't know. I like I I like you. I don't know you enough. You know, you're probably a jerk sometimes, but uh, I like you so much from the from the point of view that you like. I don't know if I could do what you're doing. One of the reasons I stopped being a pastor is because I had a good look in the mirror and went, "Dude, who are you kidding? There's no way you should be right. in spiritual leadership." And then somebody right. somebody approached right. me a couple of weeks ago and said, "We'd like you to do a book." Like, are you kidding me? I like, I don't want anybody to ever put me on some kind of pedestal-y kind right. of thing. And and I sure there's a lot of people out there listening, going, Drew, don't worry about it, man. We're not. That's not going to happen. Uh, but for you to 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 come out with this book and and just be, you know, open and honest and vulnerable like that, that takes so so much guts. So I really admire you for it, Scott. Man, well, well, thank you very much. And and you know, I I kind of. I had the same thought process for years. Uh, and one thing uh, that I've been, as I've you know, continued to stay in the word, I, I really started focusing on the, the personalities and the characters of, of some of the heroes in the Bible, David, Paul, um, and, and others, Peter. Uh, I mean, there's 10 you can name. Abraham. Uh, Mel Gibson. You know, murderers. Uh, he's not in the Bible yet, man. Uh, uh, but the the point is, is I really feel that that God, you know, was trying to speak to me that you know you need to overcome this, and 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 who knows why God does what He does? Uh, you know, who knows why He chose a Christian killer to take the take Christianity to Rome? You know, uh, you know, obviously a man with with a very bad lust problem and, and, and secret problem and tried to kill his, kill, you know, kill his best friend to hide a pregnancy. You know, David Abraham was a murderer, um, on and on. And, and in looking at that, I finally got to the point where, okay, I'm not in that category of, of these men, but who am I to think that I'm too bad for God to, to work through me and share my story and, and, and my story and journey with God. And, and I found that I was thinking, wait a minute, do I think I know better than God? And so that, that's where I'm sitting. And, 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 you know, I have no goal right now except to share my story uh, and continue to make music and, and, and other goals with my family. But I have uh, right now I'm just I'm just walking the path now. I'm just I'm just going with what God puts in front of me. And as much as I fear, I'm trying to walk into it. So that's the only way. And, uh, and again, thank you for your words, man. Well, just know, I mean, look, I know this is going to sound cheesy, but let's, let's finish it here. Um, just know that, uh, as far as I'm concerned, the people I hang with, if we find out you, I don't know, shoot up your house again or <laughs> whatever, you know, you go off, you go off your nut, uh, fall off another balcony or whatever. Uh, you, you, there's no judgment here. None, no judgment whatsoever, dude. Well, well, thank you, man, and and uh, 
you know, we got to love each other. We got to support each other. And I, and I appreciate that. Uh, definitely call me and read me out and, and lecture me and, and keep me accountable. Uh, I need that, brother. Okay. I need that. All right, I'm, I'll, I'll get all, I'll get all up in your business. All right. <laughs> hey, Scott. Thanks. Thanks a lot. And folks, you, you got to get the the book. Oh shoot, what's the uh, what's it called? Um, what? Sinner's Creed. Sinner's Creed. That's right. Sinner's Creed. You got to get it. It is a great. Oh, and sorry. Before we go, the 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 dude you co-wrote with Ritzy. My goodness. I mean, we're talking oh, about Mike. He's a freak yeah. show. He's done uh, Janet Jackson, uh, stuff yeah. Marvin Gaye. Yeah. I mean, the guy is yeah. one of Rolling Stones' best, let alone uh, biography guy. You know, he he is a he is amazing, uh, legendary writer uh, who loves the Lord, and really became a mentor to me, and 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 even helped me on my spiritual path. Uh, I mean, David is an amazing guy, and and his talent speaks for itself, uh, and uh, he just. It, it was a gift to be able to have him mentor me through this process. Excellent. Excellent stuff. All right. Well, thanks, uh, Scott. Again, Scott Stapp from Creed uh, has been our uh, very, very special guest on the show today, man. Uh, go do your thing. I'm sure you got 900 other uh, uh, interviews to do today, so have fun. <laughs> awesome, man. I'm actually, my son is my soon-to-be 14-year-old sitting in my car. Uh, we were we were going somewhere to, to hang and hit some baseballs. And so I pulled over to do this, and, and uh, we're going to head there. Wow. Well, tell him I'm sorry. Like, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Is that? <laughs> no, man. No, no, no. <laughs> He's cool. Okay. He's cool. He's like, Daddy, you better work. Is this Jagger? My education. Yeah, this is Jagger. You've got the coolest name for your kids. you got Jagger, Milan, and, uh, and, uh, and uh, Daniel? Daniel. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Three kids. Three kids, one of yes, each. Sir. Good job. <laughs> All right, Scott, get out of it's here, one man. Of the only good decisions. Yeah. It's one of the only good decisions I've made in the last fourteen years. <laughs> nice, well done. All right, man. We'll uh, we'll talk to you again. I hope. Yeah, most definitely, Drew. Anytime. All right. Anytime. Thanks, Scott. See you, dude. Hey, no problem. Take care. Bye. Scott Stapp on the Drew Marshall Show. You're listening to Canada's most listened to spiritual talk show. And now here's your host. Drew Marshall. Maybe you've been thinking about advertising your organization on the radio, but don't really have the budget for a long-term marketing campaign? Well, what if we gave you a show? The Drew Marshall Show is currently offering an innovative advertising concept for the small business owner or charity. With web stats and listenership at an all-time high, Canada's most listened to spiritual talk show is offering you an opportunity to partner with us one show at a time. Consider sponsoring one show and we'll introduce you to our listening audience for the day. Drew will mention your organization every hour during our four-hour show, including a live phone interview. We'll also post your logo and website link on our website for an entire month. If you're thinking about promoting a special event, product, or upcoming sale, or if you just want to test the radio advertising waters without a huge investment, then consider becoming a one-day advertising partner with The Drew Marshall Show. Go to drewmarshall.ca for details or call Joy1250 on 905-845-2821, extension 367. That's 905-845-2821, extension 367.